Hey guys, welcome back to the pod. Welcome back to Country Fried Horror. I'm Roby. I'm Dakota. And today we're looking at Orphan First Kill, the sequel to Orphan. Yes. Yes. What a crazy movie. I know, right? So, so right off the bat, if you listen to our first movie review, or the, uh, if you listen to our Orphan review, which is the podcast before this, you will know that we were so-and-so on it. It's not, um, not really, our, not, it is our cup of tea, but it's, I don't know, it's just too long. It was, it was our, a little too long. Yeah. A little lengthy. Uh, I had some anxiety going through it. I was yeah. like, man. Which is good. That's a good thing for a horror movie. But I just, I checked my phone one too many times. It just dragged a little bit, in my opinion. This one shaved off that 20 minutes I thought the first one should have shaved off. Yes. And boy, we, I loved it. <laughs> we were right. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was something. Everybody, um... I was going to say everybody was back from the original, but that's not true. Just Isabel Furman was back, who played um, Esther in the original. She is back playing Lena in this one, so she's playing her normal self, because this is a prequel. Yes. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, it was directed by, let's see, I just had it up, David, not David, William Brent Bell. So it's a different director <laughs> than the original. David. <laughs> uh, and he's he's a horror... Um, guy. He's done his horror. He directed Stay Alive, which is that, there was a video game uh, horror movie that came out in 2006. I've, oh, I've never seen it, but I've, I've listened to several podcasts and videos about it. We should definitely watch it. Okay. Yeah, I know for a fact it has little, uh, Frankie Muniz's in it. And his, char- <laughs> his character's name is Swink. Swink. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. And then, uh, he directed The Devil Inside, uh, Where the Boy, and The Boy too. Separation and then this. So he's no no stranger to horror, um, which was cool. I, I think that that shows. Uh, we both saw the uh, the first boy, and I, I liked it. I, I that, did too. That twist yeah, is it was fun. A good twist. Yeah, uh, the boy too. I think I want to say we watched twenty minutes and we just were like, eh. I don't think um, I don't think I was even paying attention to it. Yeah, I, I agree. We'll have to watch it again at some yeah, point. I'd like to. It was written, same people who wrote the first one actually did the story by in this. Uh, so they were definitely a part of the rate, uh, writing process, which I thought was cool. But it was ultimately, the screenplay was written by, this is where I got David. David Kokshall, Kokshall, something something along those lines. Okay. Who is also no stranger to horror. But to me, most notably, he was a staff writer on the Scream TV series, which you and I are big fans of. Yeah, I really liked that, yeah. that uh, series. Definitely. Good, uh, good on MTV for mm-hmm. doing good on that. Which, that's actually funny, because there's a part in this movie where both of us, it's early on in the movie, where both of us were like, this feels like <laughs> this an MTV feels like show. An MTV yeah, moment, so yeah. that doesn't surprise me at all that mm. this guy is, because uh, I literally was thinking, you know, Teen, teen Wolf, and makes makes does not surprise me yeah. that he's in that world. Um, um, so yeah, but again, it's starring uh, Isabel Furman, who was Esther in the original. Mm-hmm. She is now 23, I think is what she said, uh, is how old she was when they filmed this movie. A lot older than when she was, uh, what, 10? Yeah, like 9 or 10 years <laughs> yeah, old. Yeah, in the first one. Uh, which I think I said that she was 12 in the last movie. I think in the little but bonus scene that. that we watched where they talk about the making of the mm-hmm. movie, they say she was 9. She, yeah, 9 or 10, yeah. Because she's 9 in the movie, but I think she said she was 10 when they filmed it. Something like that. Um, which, before we get too far with any the things that we uh, misspoke on in the last episode, 
I said in that episode that the the therapist played by Morgan Morgan, good God, Margot Martindale. I said in that in our orphan episode that I thought she was in Hereditary. Remember, I went on this whole spiel. What was she in? I got to figure out what mm-hmm. she was in. Yeah. Well, I I placed it, and she was in Instant Family, which is you know she was a uh, Mark Wahlberg's oh. mom in Instant Family. Was she not in Hereditary? No, she wasn't. No, not that I could find. But maybe she was. She looks like that, right? I. I don't, I'm totally, like, miscrediting the woman who played, like, the witchy character mm-hmm. in that, in that Yeah, and, and Dowd played Joan. And they, 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 they kind of favor a little, little bit. bit. But I thought the same thing. But, <clears throat> yeah, she, or ironically, she was in other uh, therapy, uh, therapy. She was in another movie about the foster system, mm-hmm. Instant Family, which I plugged at the end of, of Orphan. It all comes for full circle. Comes for full know. circle, all day, every day. So, yeah, so, I mean, you just want to hop in this thing? You got any uh, info for us? Not really. Um, I think it was cool just during the bloopers that we got to watch where they were... I was thinking, how did she say, stay the same size? Mm-hmm. But they actually got two other little girls who were her body yeah. in the movie. And they were just using her face. Mm-hmm. So, Which you can totally tell. I mean, there's plenty of shots. Every time it's from behind. I mean, you can clearly tell that it's not Isabel. Um, so yeah. a lot of forced perspective, a lot of um, a lot of um, makeup, which mm-hmm. is again they did the same thing in the original with making her look older. Uh, so yeah, I think that the the coolest thing with this movie, which is again why they were able to shave off twenty minutes, is because they we didn't have to fool around with is she's a, is she really a little girl or is she a thirty year old woman? You yeah, know? like we know. Yeah, so. yeah. So what's the twist going to be? Mm-hmm. Exactly. When well, I didn't expect a twist, but spoiler alert, there is one. Yeah, I immediately yeah. started the movie off feeling bored because I was like, mm-hmm. I already know what the twist is. Yeah. I mean, everybody does who's watching this movie, probably Spilled if they've seen the first one. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, like, what could they possibly do to make me engaged in this movie? Oh, they figure it out. They do. They yeah. find a way. So, yeah, yeah it's, it turned into a really fun... Yeah, at the hour mark, there is a twist, which these movies... You have to have a twist in an, in an orphan sequel. Uh, and it immediately, I was like, oh my god, this <laughs> just took a turn, and I'm excited about it. Yeah. And we will talk about that when we get there. Do you want to jump right in? Yeah. Let's do it. So we start on a art teacher played by Gwendolyn Collins, uh, which was named Anna, pulling up to the Sarn Institute, which mm-hmm. is the the mental institution where Esther, quote unquote Esther, was was um was living in and Estonia. Estonia, yes. Which that's another thing we were unsure about. Was it Estonian? Was it Russian? So we she is. You know, it is Estonian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so she pulls up, and she is meeting with one of the doctors there who basically um, tells her that, you know, you're the new art teacher, and the last art teacher, you know, <laughs> did not make it. You know, yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> oh, they just didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, because... All of a sudden, so they're walking through the hall. I'm, I'm skipping a little bit, but they're walking through the, the hallway of this, this, the mental institution, and the alarm goes off. And the security, one of the security guards is like, Lena is missing. She ain't here. She bounced. Yeah, we don't know where she is. Big trouble, Diddy. Very big trouble, yeah. <laughs> so the doctor basically uh, tells, um, tells Anna, like, stay in this room. The last art teacher that we had, her and Lena did not uh, meet uh, eye to eye. And Lena, 
killed her. Well, as we know, Lena is a bit of an artist. She's a bit of an artist, yes. So as soon as this lady said she was the art teacher, I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so Anna gets, uh, the, the, um, the doctor puts Anna in the, uh, in art, the art classroom and locks the doors so she can't get out. And we see in the because background. Because she's like, we gotta go find. Yeah, we gotta go know, find Lena. This girl, mm-hmm. she's very aggressive. Yep, she, she know, killed the last art We're gonna teacher. keep you safe in here. So, yeah. they don't just lock her into a room to be mean. Yeah, <laughs> They're right. trying to keep her oh, safe. Oh, yeah, right, absolutely. They're trying to keep her safe, yeah. And they, but, of course, in the background... There's a little girl painting. A little girl. <laughs> and Anna, you know, takes notice of her and asks if her parents work at the, you know, the hospital. And Lena doesn't say anything. She just kind of, um, just kind of, you know, ignores her, keeps drawing until she eventually begins to stand up and, um. She's gripping her pencil. Pencil, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Like she's going to shake a bitch. Yeah. And she's not really saying much. Does she say anything, actually? I don't think she does, does she? Yeah, she talks to her a little bit. Oh, really? I don't remember what she says. But, excuse me. Anyway, obviously, this is, uh, yeah, this is our killer. So, thankfully, the um, the police, the police, the doctors and the security officers come into the classroom in time and are able to uh, to apprehend to a little, little, little Lena. Who's just, like, chuckling. Yeah. And we learned that she's 31 <clears throat> in this movie. She was 33 in, uh, in the original Orphan, so this was two years prior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I remember, cool. like, as a kid, finding out that, like, she was an old lady. Mm-hmm. And now I'm almost the same age Isn't as that her. weird? And yeah. I'm like, okay, first of all, offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that was the whole thing when we were teenagers. When this came out, it was like, oh, She's yeah. not a little girl. She's an old lady. Right. Like, at the end of the movie. She's not old. Right. 30's well, not old. And at the end of the movie, I mean, again, we said this in the last one, they make her look. I mean, she's, again, they do make her she's look. lived a rough life. She looks older than 33. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen anybody that's 30 looking like that. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. She lived in that Estonian rough lifestyle in the... Uh, yeah. Not, no shade to Estonia. <laughs> no. I, yeah. I, I mean, uh, the, uh, the Sarn Institute. So she's, she's rough. Rough yeah. out there. Yeah. Okay. Shade to the Sarn Institute. There exactly. Shame, shame to the mental institution. Shame to it? Shame. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, then we kind of, we get some shots and the doctor tells um, Anna, you know, basically that Lena is here because she um, would, she, she used her, her, you know, What's it called? She used her... You know, Wiles? Her, her... Whatever she has. She used that, you know, against people before she be, uh, went to the Sarn Institute. Oh, 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 oh. Mm-hmm. Her actual genetic problem. Yes, yeah. She uh, used that. She's got, like, a form of... of they say dwarfism, mm-hmm. but they also say some it's sort of, like, disorder. gland disorder yeah, or something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. where she just doesn't grow. Right, right. And he tells her that, and that, that basically... It sounds like before she was burning houses, she was just... You know, using this, she was a little girl, and she'd sneak into people's—not sneak. She would manipulate her herself, her way, good God, into you know families' houses, and she would um, uh, just steal all their stuff, and then they she'd leave. Yeah. And it sounds like, but one family that uh, she decided she just took it too far, and she killed them all. Yeah, and he doesn't say she burned down their house, but I mean, I think we're left to assume she probably burned down their house. She has a pattern. She does have a pattern, <laughs> yes. And um, so, yeah, so then she, we see some, you know, Anna with her, and she kind of, she, there's this other um, person that is in their class, in the art class as well, that Lena will say something like, 
Candy and Estonian or whatever, and she'll start going crazy, and she mm-hmm. starts getting like really like upset. Idris, yeah, uh, yeah, not Id- that. That'd be funny. Idris, Elba. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's like Ita or something. Like Ita, that. yeah, or something, E-T. something like that. E-T. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I don't know. So but, it was an eye. Yeah, but she basically has control over this lady. Whenever she says that, and you know, to get her to stop, she just gives her a piece of candy. So it's kind of like her little little bodyguard to an extent. Yeah, like mm-hmm. her little. She almost treats her like a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like sick him. But when she does this, they end up throwing her back into her uh, into her room, and then we get to see a security officer. Oh, real sicko, dude! <laughs> yeah. He's like. He's clearly got, like, a thing for kids, Yeesh, but yeah, he can get disturbing. away with it with her because she is an adult. <clears throat> yeah, which is real childlike messed up. body. Right. Um, and he brings her something. Oh, yeah. He yeah, brings her ribbons, her, her yeah. ribbons mm-hmm. like her, um, pretty much her collar and mm-hmm. her little wrist bracelets that cover her scarves. Yes. And then she says something like, I, I wish I could thank you. Yeah, you should Why come in. I'll come give in you a here? gift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like. Okay. Yeah, he's like, all right, sounds good. So she pulls a chair over to him and uh, stands up on it so that they're, like, of equal height. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of rubbing on his body. Homeboy he's moaning. Is it's creepy. Loving it. He's yeah. just loving it. Okay? And then all of a sudden, this is the most unre- unrealistic kill I've ever seen in my life. But she just grabs the sides of his head and she just mm-hmm. bangs his head back into the wall like multiple times and he never does anything to stop no, her like she's she's the body of a little girl like you can see the blood just like running down the wall yeah he I'm did like one little uh, pop and yep. he would have been like bam right. you know what i mean in real life <laughs> absolutely like, come on well we, we had that same complaint with the original like there's when he when she kills stabs john to death you know it's like right she's a child she she's has the like body three, of a kid Three times smaller than you, dude. Like, <laughs> like I know she's squirrely, but come on. She is like, squirrely. I'll give uh-huh. her that. These guys don't even. But put the up scene, a fight. she wasn't squirrely. Uh-uh. She was just standing on a chair. Uh-huh. She was. She was. It's so easy to tip over a chair. <laughs> and I'm assuming if she has a, a gland or a hormone or whatever disorder, her muscles probably haven't grown either. Like so. she's not got. She's not the whole. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like she's not holding some sort of Ant Man <laughs> power in there. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. But she. Where she's still as strong as like. You know, right? A grown woman or something? Nah, she just she's just a little girl. Yeah, yeah. But hey, I was he thinking did. to myself, like, even if she was a grown woman in this mm-hmm. situation, she probably wouldn't lose. Uh, probably wouldn't win right. in this situation. But she's the size of a child. Yeah, there's no way. No way. Like what? <laughs> yeah, but so, so this is like I'm with you. This is the beginning of the movie. Goes very fast. It literally again. It has the opposite problem of the first one. It's mm-hmm. very quick, which is fine, <clears throat> but I definitely was with you. I'm like, okay, so this movie's not going to be great. Great, no. Yeah, I was I was perturbed by that scene, because I was like, oh, yeah, all right, we're, yeah. we're setting the tone for the whole movie right now, <laughs> right. and this isn't good. <laughs> yeah, so she, she escapes, and we get some tense scenes with her, you know, walking through the hallways and, you know, dodging other security officers and stuff, mm-hmm. and she uh, <laughs> walks out into the lobby, and another security guard is there. And tries to stop her. But conveniently, so is her little pet. She's uh, just like... Yeah, her little pet is there. And she says Ita or whatever. <clears throat> and the lady starts beating the heck out of uh, out of the security guard. Like, destroying him. At which point you said, these are the worst security guards ever seen. The worst security guard. Like, this man has one of the, the little bat he's things. He's got a cane. Yeah, yeah, he's like, you can beat... You know, you can, you can do something. But no, this woman... Who also is not very big in stature was able just to destroy him like mm-hmm. a monkey, you know, and uh, literally leapt on him like a monkey. Yeah, and then Esther she turns Oops. the security cameras off or she erases them or something, 
and she leaves. She uh, she she goes outside, and we also I think right before this, we saw Anna go outside and get in her car. So then we kind of go to to Anna's POV, who is like does her windshield wipers in her car, and Esther's just standing there, and it's just you know just puts her finger up to her mouth like don't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. So Anna runs inside for some reason. And uh, and then we like jump to a new scene where they've already cleared the body, and they you know the doctor tells her that Esther wiped the security camera clean and all this, and just basically tells Anna you know go home get some rest. So she's we, like I quit. Yeah right. She's yeah. done. And she did. She quit. Yeah. So ooh. So so Anna gets back in the car and uh, drives home. You know does her thing. And in the, so she, as she's walking into her flat, uh, Esther gets out of the, we get a really good shot of like the trunk opening up, right? Yeah. That was cool. You, you especially thought that was cool. And, uh, and then Esther, yeah, gets out and beats her with a tire iron. Well, the, okay. So like the, she's going to unlock her door mm-hmm. and behind her, the car trunk opens up, right. which scared me. Yeah. I didn't think it was that cool, but I just thought... Yeah, right. Oh, well, it was, it was okay. a good scare. She's, yeah. in, she's in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was thinking that she was going to be underneath the car, because mm-hmm. Anna goes to the trunk and is like, what's going on here? <laughs> you knew there was an escape fugitive. Right. Why would you not like think to yourself, oh, she's she was in my car. Right. Crap. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're going to get your ankles cut. Lady. No, you did say that. You were like, you're going to get your ankles cut? That's going to be bad. Got to protect those little ankies. <laughs> and, um, so she goes back into her house. And, of course, Lena is... Is there. Is there with a with a crowbar or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And tire yep. iron. And just bashes her in the face. Yep. And then, um, and then Lena goes... Get the door wide open. Which <laughs> yeah, was right. pretty ballsy, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, and Lena goes upstairs to her apartment. To Anna's apartment and just, you know, tries on some clothes and washes herself of all the blood. She plays her piano. And then she goes on the computer and starts looking up missing and exploited children to kind of see who she can match. Like, who she looks like. Which that Mm -hmm. was, like, that was interesting. And naturally, she finds Esther. Esther Albright was the little girl's name. Yes. Yeah, who went missing. So, now her plan... Continue. This idea is so effed up mm-hmm. that she's gonna pretend to be this missing little girl. Yeah, it's extremely dark. I yeah. mean, and the girl's been missing for like four years. Mm-hmm. So, and she started. She went missing at like six years old. Yeah. So, that's a lot of time for a child to change in appearance a little bit. Definitely. Um. So which it's a gives great her plan. like enough wiggle room mm-hmm. to you know yeah. to really imposter syndrome her 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 family you right. know like yeah no it's a very very smart plan esther is she 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 violent but she ain't stupid she's not mm-hmm. dumb no. that's for sure so she her her plan is she goes out to a playground and a cop walks up to her and she you know next shot is of this is where the mtv shot happens where it's like uh this family <laughs> and they're watching this kid fence and the song is just like weirdly poppy and it's just like Fencing is in like a sword competition. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's like a pop song is playing and they keep showing these shots of like the fencing, the dueling going on. Yeah. And then they'll show shots of like the proud mom. Right. And then another shot of the duel. And then another shot of the the family. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I was like, this feels 
it, so MTV. Yeah, like I was expecting for in the corner to, you know, for it to tell you the artist and the song. You know how MTV shows always yes, do that? Yeah, they always like credit the music. Yeah, so then, so Matthew Finlan plays Gunner, which is Esther's older brother. Uh, and then Rosef Sutherland plays Alan, which is the dad. And then Julia Stiles plays Trisha. So mm-hmm. Julia Stiles was the, the only one I was familiar with mm-hmm. in this. And uh, basically, you know, uh, Alan and Trisha go up to Gunner and just say, like, uh, you know, great job. Like, we're so proud of you, blah, blah, blah. And we kind of, it's implied that maybe uh, Alan hasn't been coming to these. Like, maybe this is the first one he'd really been to. Right. Yeah. And they... Um... At least in a while. They want to take him with them, but he's got plans with his friends. Mm-hmm. And Alan has a problem with that because he's like, it's family dinner night. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. So, obviously, family means a lot to this man. Mm-hmm. And uh, the wife is kind of like, let him do his thing. Yeah, let you him know, live. He's a teenage guy. Yeah. Um, yada, yada, yada. And then we hear her say, Esther is not ever coming back. Yeah, right. Esther's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, these are Esther's parents. Um, yeah. And then we get a shot of the police officer. Yeah, played by, co- yeah, Hiro uh, Kanagawa, who plays what Detective awesome Donnan. What name. It is a cool name. Very cool name. Yeah. Um, so he's up at the top of the stairs, and he's and she, like, wanders up to him, and she's like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And he's like, we've found Esther. <laughs> yeah, pretty right. Much. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So then we, uh, um, Trisha goes to, to Russia, pulls up in Moscow, and one of the F- uh, FBI, one of, some, one of the, an agent of some kind, you know, is like, you know, just, we don't know much yet, all this stuff, and I thought it was odd that she went by herself. I don't know why Alan didn't go with her. That, that is odd. Yeah. This, um, yeah. I don't know. And the... The lady, the FBI lady, tells her, like, expect some changes. Yeah. She said that she was taken by a woman here in Russia mm-hmm. uh, and brought back over to Russia. Um, so just expect her behavior to be different than it was. It's been a long time, and she was of a developing age and all, this, yeah. all these things, you know. Um, so she's changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so Trisha walks in this big room, and Esther is there playing, or Lena, is there playing uh, the is she playing the piano? I think she is, right? Like, really softly. Yeah. Like, I don't think she's, like, using her full skills. Yeah. Um, she's not. nervous because she doesn't know how she's going to be ex- mm-hmm. accepted at right. this point. Yeah, a lot. This could go very wrong for her. Yeah. yeah. So, Trisha is also nervous, obviously. You know, she's seeing her little girl for the first time in right. four years. And she's like, Esther? <laughs> Esther, yeah. can I see you? Mm-hmm. Like, blah, blah, blah. Because we're just getting, like, the top of Esther's eyes. So she, yeah. And Esther comes around the piano, and they look at each other, and she's like, Esther, it's mommy. Like, yeah. well, and, of course, Esther is, or Lena, is ecstatic that, yeah. you know, she's gotten away with it. So right. she, like, runs towards mm-hmm. mom, wraps her arms around her, and, uh... And there we are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Know, she's got a family now. <laughs> she's got a family now, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned something, because doesn't she, like, just smile? And it, Yeah, that, that's where you had commented, like, this is so effed up. Like, this is so dark. It is dark. so screwed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. These poor people. Mm-hmm. Like, they lost their child, and their child is still out there somewhere, or dead. Right. You know what I mean? And, like, and they're not going to be looking for her anymore, because uh, they have they have her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they think. So, yeah, so then uh, they're on a, Esther and uh, Trisha are on a private plane, and, you know, um, Trisha's showing Esther photos of, you know, the family. This is Alan. This is Gunner. He's a lot bigger now. And then I, I, I think we were, uh, it was the gra- maybe her grandma, and uh, Trisha makes a comment like, 
she was so good to us, or she is so good to us, or something. And then Esther is like, "Oh, I can't wait to see her again." This is this this, and uh, and Trish is like, "Oh, don't you remember?" Yeah, she's not with us anymore. <laughs> yeah, which was so immediately it was a setup, bro. Yeah, Trisha was like, "Oh yeah, that's so true." Now, now knowing what we know now, like all of those things were mm-hmm. like, you know. Um, but yeah, so Trisha. Uh, is, yeah, red flags right away. So they land and they go to the airport and Gunner and Alan are there waiting for them. And Alan is very, very happy, you know, obviously. Oh, yeah, he's ecstatic. Yeah, and Gunner's not. Gunner's just kind of like, hey, kid. So right off the bat, I was like, they're not acting like they haven't seen this child in four no. years. Like, Mm-mm. this has been their missing kid, missing like, sister. I can't imagine being a parent. In, in general. Right. But I can't imagine being a parent and losing your child. Right. Yeah. And then the feeling of finding them again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So you would think they'd be like throwing parties. Like, you know Absolutely, what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. Which they they don't. I mean, they throw a little party uh, later in the movie, but not not definitely not too much. I mean, they you would think they'd be like ecstatic. <laughs> right. Like overjoyed. And the only one really giving us those kind of vibes at all is Alan. Mm. But he's very But he's soft. very subdued. Exactly. And I'm thinking yeah. he's just a subdued kind of person. He is. Because you, obviously, I mean, we'll see through the movie. We'll, you know, he definitely um, was the one. Yeah, he was, you know, Mr. the most. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, so we, then we jump to, they take her home and they show her her room and how it's, you know, trapped in time. And she uh, plays on her record, uh, That's the Glory of Love, which is the song that I was trying to say in our last review. That's the song that Esther would sing when she was in the, the bath. So that's the song she's first ever humming. catch it in the first movie that that's what she was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this the a fun little, you know, if you've seen the first one, you know, you know that's the song. Mm-hmm. Which I, this is, again, we've already kind of expressed that we dug this movie a lot. This movie knew how to use that song, you know, and they, it comes back again a couple times throughout the movie. But again, to me, that's what makes a great B movie. You know, when you, like, you have that's a song that's kind of your motif and mm-hmm. it's, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So th- this movie knew how to use it. Um, yeah. Is this where she meets her little rat friend? No, I think that comes, yeah, that comes when she's uh, about to run away later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we do, yeah, this part, I am a little bit foggy on some of the details here in the middle. Um, I believe this is where her dad, uh, Alan takes her to, uh, check out her, uh, his paintings, potentially. Yeah. And she says she paints too. Yeah. And he's like, you do? Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't know that she painted. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he said she had no interest in that before, you know, mm-hmm. four years ago. Yeah, and he shows her his paintings, and he's the one with the mm-hmm. cool idea for the black light yeah. and having paintings behind paintings. Mm-hmm. You know, like he said, he's known for that, which is such a rad idea. It is and cool. I kind of want to find art like that. Now. Yeah, right. Like, uh, I would love to hang art in this room mm-hmm. uh, that's like that. That'd be really like cool when you mm-hmm. when you have a black light or something. Definitely. And it just turns into something else. It's real creepy, but she obviously uses this later. So she got a lot from this man, you know, mm-hmm. especially that. Not only the name Esther, but, you know, the painting as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so so he, you know, he she decides to uh, do a, a, a portrait of him, and she, he's just blown away with how good she yeah, is. Cause it's, yeah, because it's pretty spot on. Yeah, absolutely. As we know... Lena has a thing for daddies. She does, yeah. And this is definitely where that... I, I'm assuming this is where that stems from. Because um, there's a, a point where Trisha looks in her Bible, just like just like Kate did. And the, she, I think the, she find, the only picture she finds is of Alan. 
Is does she find a picture here? Mm, no, I don't think here, but they're, because they're, yeah. I, I know she finds here where it says Sarn Institute, mm-hmm. and she's like Sarn Institute. Yeah, and then Lena runs out and is like, "That's mine." Well, that like, you're right. Yeah, I, yeah, that's definitely. Um, it, th- she's like wrapped in a robe, and she's even like pretty abrasive. She's like, "Don't you knock?" Yeah, right. Like blah blah, blah. and the mm-hmm. mom's like, "I need to stop saying blah blah blah." <laughs> uh, the mom's like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry. I was looking for my gold watch. Mm, yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if we ever see the gold watch. I don't know no. what that was about. At this point, Lena, uh, as Esther, uh, looks under the dollhouse that's in her room mm-hmm. and finds Esther's actual journal. Mm-hmm. The real Esther's journal, yeah. yeah. So she finds some details because obviously mom's getting a little bit, yeah, a lot of red flags. Yeah, a lot of red flags. Um, did they already see the therapist? Uh, I don't. Well, there is a scene where they take her to go see the therapist because, of course, which was played by Samantha Walks, who was Doctor Seeger, and uh, that sounds so familiar. Seeger, I'm like, I'm, I know that's something. Yeah, it does. There was a moment where I thought, oh, it's just going to be the same therapist, but that would make no sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, so Doctor Seeger, and yeah, they take her to uh, take her to go see the therapist who has a macaw. Is that what it is? Um. No, it's a parrot. And the okay. old the the old Esther mm-hmm. knew her when she had a macaw, I think. Something, yeah, because they make a point like all, not all macaws are parrots, but all parrots are macaws, or mm-hmm. that might be swapped. Anyway, so she goes to the therapist, and that that's what the the red flag is. She she says she starts talking to the bird, and like, don't you remember me? This is this, this and it's, I remember you. Yeah, and like, it's like not no, that bird was not there. And the therapist just looking at her like, mm-hmm. hmm. yeah. And then she calls the parents in privately, and she's got some questions. She's yeah. like, she's extremely emotionally well, very like, but like, she does yeah. not have her facts ready. No, yeah. So like, there's definitely some questions. Mm-hmm. And then she starts working with the police. Yeah. Um, well, at first though, we get Esther goes into the office, um, and <laughs> there's like the what is it the uh, one way mirror where you can like listen in or whatever. So she starts <laughs> listening in, and there's this little boy. It's just minding his. He, he's I mean, waiting for his therapy. Session. He's not minding his business. He should have been minding his business, but he's not. And she screams and uh, says that he uh, he hit her and ripped her dress. So this kid, and he's like so tiny. Yeah, this kid's like, huh? Kid's like, what the freak? Yeah, he, he doesn't say a word the whole time. That poor kid just got grounded for for her being a little. Uh, yeah. So then, um, yeah. So then, yeah. So we. So the therapy, so they're not happy, and they go outside, and we see uh, Detective Don and is like taking photos of mm-hmm. her, and she's like, "Who, who's this dude? Yeah, and like who's this guy?" So yeah, so she goes home, and you know we meet some of um, um, Gunner's friends, and they're you know jerks, of course, yeah, you know. Absolutely. And this is actually Ass-hats. yeah, and this is where Dad shows her the. The painting, but that's fine. This, again, a lot happens, but... It all commingles. It all commingles, yeah. It's all part of the same story. Yes, it is. It'll end up the same way. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, then... Uh, so, Mom... or um, Trisha is obviously very... She's a lot of red flags. Uh, which Alan also, you know, has... He doesn't really have any. So, at first, we're kind of thinking, is he going to be just like John and be annoying? But, but he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a good dude. Basically... They're having dinner, and when when Esther finds the the real Esther's diary, she learns that Esther would call mom mummy and all that. And she obviously had a, maybe a monster uh, enjoyment with monsters or whatever. 
Oh, you didn't catch that? Mm-mm. Yeah, because like she has a picture of a witch and stuff. She drew. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, mummy. yeah, mummy. So at dinner, Esther calls her mummy and all that. She's really she knows that you know Trisha is is obviously um, looking at her sideways. looking at her sideways. So she's like mummy and all this stuff, trying to just do more that you know Esther would real Esther would know. And she, they, they uh, go to have dinner. She brings it up, mommy, da-da. And then uh, the detective, Donnan, comes over. And Esther's like, she recognizes him because he was... Uh, at the therapist's office. Yeah, at the therapist's office. Of mm, yep. So so she's uh, immediate red flags and says that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go get some more water. And kind of is listening in as Don and, you know, is like, I've been talking to, you know, the therapist and she's raised some questions. And I just was hoping that you all would be interested in a group meeting tomorrow. All of us get down and try to figure out, you know, what happened, you know, because they say like, even though she's back, she somehow was able to get out of the town and he needs to know if if there's still a threat, a looming threat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She disappeared from their town. Yeah. But then she, Esther comes back and is like... But, Ma, Mummy, remember, you have your gala tomorrow, or whatever. So, Detective's like, okay, well, another time. Um, so, he leaves, and then, yeah, so then the next night, when the gala is going on, uh, yeah, this yeah, is where... Yeah, <laughs> they, um, Alan and... What's Trisha. Trisha yeah. get intimate a little bit. Which is a staple of the she orphan She says, movies. like, I, I have recognized that since Esther came back, mm-hmm. I feel like we came back, too. Right. And he's like, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they start getting into it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, Esther sees, because Esther sees everything. Yep. And nobody in, in this universe knows how to close a door. No, no one. Um, <laughs> or lock a door. Yeah. And uh, she, like, rips her dress for, she was going to wear for the gala. Because she's jealous because she's got a thing for Alan. Yeah, she's got a thing she's for dad. She's got things for daddies. <laughs> um. And they don't see her. They hear the noise of the dress. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, no. Like, you, do you realize how expensive this dress was? Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And she puts on a different dress. And they leave uh, for the ga- gala. And they leave Donovan mm-hmm. in charge. Yep. Or Esther. Not Donovan. Don, uh, um, Gunner. Gunner. Mm-hmm. Who's Donovan? None. Don in is the detective. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Whoops. Yeah, they leave Gunner in charge, yeah. So Gunner, uh, of course, in Teenage Boy style, throws a party. Of course. And it's like, it's a get-together. There's only like maybe ten people yeah. there, but it's a party. Yeah, they're yeah, drinking and it's his smoking. asshole friends. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, Esther doesn't take well to them being jerks. Yeah, rude to her. Or Gunner being mm-hmm. a jerk and tells him about his ass. Yep. But then the doorbell rings. Mm-hmm. And it is Donnan. the officer, mm-hmm. Donnan. Yep. And he came back, even though he knew that the parents weren't going to be home. Mm-hmm. But he was like, well, I just want to look around a little bit. Yeah. Well, he's like, I can smell the weed from the street. Mm-hmm. He, he manipulates his way Gunner. into the house. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, I'll forget about it. You know, if you'll, can I use the restroom mm-hmm. before I go? Yeah. And he starts his snooping. Yeah, he he goes up to um to Esther's room and gets on her record player, gets uh, her fingerprints off of the record. So mm-hmm. so he goes home, and as expected, Esther follows. Mm-hmm. And Gunner and I Gunner, uh, Trisha and Alan are on the way home, and they get home and they f- uh, find that Esther is not there. Trisha goes up to her room. And find like the shower's running. So this is you're right. This is where she goes through the book 
and she finds photos of Alan and photos of her, Trisha, you know, with her face scribbled. And she finds a picture of Donnan with his address on it. So she is like, uh-oh, I, you know, something's going on. Mm-hmm. So then we jump to Donnan, who is testing the fingerprints just at his house, which I was like, is that a thing? You just, he just has this technology. And he learns <laughs> that the fingerprints are not a match. So she is not the real Esther. And he's like, excuse me. And he's like, oh, you know, well, who are you? Which I love in movies when they talk out loud. Cause, yeah. yeah, and you can see from behind excuse his me. shoulder, Goodness. Esther is coming up. Mm-hmm. With, like, a knife. Yep. And waste no time. Yeah. And just mm-hmm. starts going in. Yep. <laughs> Stabbing yeah. him. A bunch. Over and over and over again. And then... Donna's got a little fight in him, though. Got yeah. way more fight than these security officers. In yeah. The oh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And this is where the, 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 the twist of this movie happens. And Donnan, you know, he's laying on his back. He's bleeding out. And Esther says, you know, now I can't have you... Like She says something like, I can't have you putting doubt in Trisha or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he says something like, I think she already, you know, yeah, has she, plenty of doubt. she already knows. Yeah. And then she's there with a gun, and you think she's going to shoot Esther, but she shoots Donnan. She yeah. kills Donnan. So Trisha shows up. Yeah. Mummy. Yeah. And kills the cop. Yeah. With, shoots him straight in the face. Yeah, and it was like, what? I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, I was like, where are we going here? This like, was a turning point in a movie for me. Yeah. Oh, I was happy. Well, and it gets even better, though, because it was a turning point, but then the real, like, I, I, uh, so she to- she does end up pointing the gun at Esther and just tells her, like, you know, she doesn't ask. She asks who you are, like who you really are. Yeah. And they end up sitting down, and we learn she, you know, Esther tells her everything, and we learn that Trisha, uh, that the real Esther is dead and yeah. was killed by Gunner when they were kids. Real, uh, the oh, man, I should have got her name before. That. I Ram, wouldn't even yeah, go okay, into okay. all of that. I almost said it, but there's, you know, anyway. So Gunner kills, um, killed Esther when they were kids. And, or I guess four years ago. It seems like Gunner's like, at least, he looks like he's in college. But, so, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You would think he's like 18 at least. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, he killed his younger sister Mm -hmm. four years ago. Mm -hmm. And Trisha hid the body. Because she was like, I wasn't going to lose both of my children. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, (laughs) Yeah. What a twist. What a twist, yeah. So this whole time she has known. Yeah, yeah, this whole time. The whole time. And so was Gunner, obviously, yeah. And she was, like, pretty much covering for, one, her son, Mm -hmm. and two, she was like, you should have seen how happy Alan was. Like, as soon as he found out that he was alive. Because Alan does not know. He does not know that she's actually dead. They kept him in the dark. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's completely innocent. Yeah. Yeah, and they made up this missing kid story. <laughs> yeah, child. so Esther, Nastor, uh, Trisha basically tells Esther, like, you are going to, I'm going to, you're not going anywhere, you know, because I'm not letting him go back. So it basically starts blackmailing Esther. Can't Esther. Twice. Yeah, because Esther's like, let me just leave. Let me just get out of here. And, but she's like, nope, I'm, I'm now in control. And they end up taking um, uh, Donna's body to... Uh, where I'm assuming they also buried Esther. It was like this big, some kind of like, not a well, but it was... It was like a big hatch in the ground. Yeah, so I'm I'm assuming that's where Esther's body is too, which is like, oof, that was creepy in and of itself. But yeah, so so that that was a twist. And I remember as soon as that happened, I was like, 
this is getting really, really good. I had to go get some snacks, some chips, and this is where you. And that was like <laughs> he the... was like, I'm gonna go get some chips. <laughs> like all of a sudden, there was yeah. like like a fresh air in the room. Uh huh. Yeah. Because you know? I was already enjoying it more than the first one. I already knew that I like this one better than the first one because it it feels much more like that B movie that I enjoy. Um, but this was where it was like elevated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So when they get home, mm-hmm. Alan is of course like, "What happened?" Like you know, blah blah. blah. Yeah. She's like, oh, I found her riding her bike. She had fallen off her mm-hmm. bike. And he's like, what are you doing out at night riding your bike? Right. You know, all this stuff. And Trisha takes Gunner aside mm-hmm. and tells him, you know, all yeah. the stuff that happened. Because mm-hmm. he's known, obviously, too. Yeah, this is right. not his sister. Because mm-hmm. uh, he done killed his sister. Yeah. Can you believe? Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, that's that's, that's I terrifying. wish they would have gone into more detail of how he killed his sister. Yeah. Like, was it an accident? Well, I, I think we get a scene later where, and we'll, when we get to that, I'll, I'll mention it. But the, we, we get a scene where he manhandles Esther in a way, and then he's like, oh my god, that was an accident. So I'm assuming the way he manhandles Esther is how he killed his sister. So we'll get to that when we say it. And when we get to that part. Ooh. Yes. This is a creepy guy. It is. It's very creepy. What are you talking about? I know. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, so we uh basically we we now are getting to see um the Trisha and Esther kind of form this really kind cool... of a, a really est- like estranged tension filled alliance. Yeah, yeah. Because they have to keep Alan and everybody else in yeah. the dark. So they're like, you know, uh she's Trisha's basically feeding Esther information. So when they go to ther- a group like family therapy, you know, she can have all her facts straight. And, you know, the therapy, the therapist can then kind of start, you know. Easing off. Easing off, yeah. 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 So, um, dead air. This is, yeah. yeah I, so, yeah. So then the. They have a party. They do have point. a party, yeah. Um, in which case, somebody she, asks Esther, like, what are your plans now, young lady? And mm-hmm. she looks up and she's like. I don't know. What are my plans, Mom? Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. And she, like, uh, uh, Trisha, like, dresses her up in her outfits that she, you know, comes to wear later, like the pink dress and all that. And She's like, your favorite color is going to be pink. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's, she's very changing con- her. Yeah. She's very controlling. Mm-hmm, yeah. But she's, like, she's, like, very determined that, like, this, she knows she, she's a grown woman now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knows where she came from. She knows Esther's story. Yeah. Or Le- Lena's story. Right. And so she's, like... I'm going to keep you here, and you're going to do exactly what I want, mm-hmm. or else I'm telling everybody, you know, right. that you're this mental blah, blah, blah. And uh, we get some blackmail from Gunner in this way as well, mm-hmm. um, where yeah, he, he comes confronts in. her. Yeah. And he's like, you know, this is, I own you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, you know, right. no, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. And he's like, I already killed the first Esther, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem killing you either. Yeah, you're 30. My mom yeah. wants you alive. That's not my prerogative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, I'll tell everybody, you know, that what you did. And he's like, yeah. And who's going li- to listen when they find out that you're the escaped <laughs> right. mental, you know, <laughs> psycho. Yeah. Well, who's going to listen? Who's yeah, going to so care? Yeah, so who's going to believe you? So, <laughs> yeah. so she's really backed into a corner. So after the party, so after this scene, they have they go to have dinner. And this is where, you're right, the mom mm-hmm. has the sleeping sleeping powder and they're sitting at dinner, and Esther is kind of like something is said, and Esther is like, "I'm I'm gonna leave. I'm, I'm you know I'm gonna go to my room." And you know, Ma Trisha is like, "Well, at least take your food with you." And Alan is just kind of like, 
you know, why? What's wrong? This is this. And Trisha and Gunner are like, it's fine. Let her go. Yeah, let her go. <laughs> she's know? had a long day. Yeah, they're on their little side. You know, she's on her side. So she goes back to her room, and this is where, yeah, she has this little rat that lives in her vent. And she goes to give the, she gives the food to the rat, pretty much. And Alan ends up coming in the room and takes her to see, sees if she wants to go, you know, paint with him. Yeah. So then they go to the, the painting studio and they paint and, and they it bond. gets a little freaking creepy. It because, does. Not because of Alan, but Esther's making moves that mm-hmm. Alan's not picking up on. Right. Like she just like kisses his hand seductively. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go to bed. You know, yeah. you just make sure you turn off the lights when you're done in here. She's yeah. like, okay. Which it's much more innocent in this one. Like with John, there was always a, was a little bit of a creepiness with John. John was just a creepier guy. Yeah, where Alan, like, even when, I didn't even feel like he probably thought it was weird when she Mm-mm. kissed his hand. No, so I don't think he it, did it Yeah, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was like, where I feel like John would have been a little bit like, mm, are you coming on to me? <laughs> you know? Maybe so, yeah. Yeah, it's um, just a completely different day. Different daddies. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I don't remember what exactly she does, Mm -hmm. but Trisha is watching them Mm -hmm. through the window, and as soon as Esther turns off the lights to look at all the... um, She's like turning it on and on and off. Yeah, well, the black black light. Mm -hmm. She wants to see the paintings in there. Right. Trisha turns it back on, and she's like, you don't actually think that you're going to steal my husband, Uh do you? Right. And... uh, (laughs) It gets a little, uh, gets a lot tense. She's like, you know, he's a new man since you came back. Uh I'm gonna go sleep with him right now. Uh Thanks, thanks for everything. Blah blah. It's like, like, oof. Yeah, yeah. It's like a woman to woman cat fight. You know what I mean? Esther met her match with Trisha, so it's like, oof. Yeah. Yeah, she sure did. Uh Trisha's got the energy. Of, like, I will bitch slap you at any <laughs> given time that I want. Yeah. So you better tread carefully. That's what it is. At dinner, the fight was over. Tri- uh, um, Alan is going to try to sell some of his paintings to someone in the city. Mm-hmm. And Esther wants to go with him. She asks, like, hey, do you want to go with me? And, of course, she's like, yes, please, let me go with you. But um, but Trisha's like, no, nope, we've already got plans. We're going somewhere. So, she, yeah, that's when she gets upset. So that's why, you know, she gets sent to her room, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, so then the next day, they all go to the train station and, oh, Esther also, she finds the rat dead. So she knew, you know, something was, yeah. And you said that you think she knew that there was... Yeah, I was wrong. Okay, yeah. I thought I... I thought when she took the plate, she was suspicious. Right. That, because the meal that had been cooked was this, like, duck. Like, it was, like, a pretty meal for mm-hmm. everybody else. And it was macaroni and cheese for her. Right. And she was like, I know Esther doesn't like this meal, so here's your macaroni and here's cheese. Here's your kid meal, I thought yeah. Esther was thinking to herself... Oh, it's poisoned. Yeah. Or like something's going okay. on now because she's already suspicious mm-hmm. of Gunner and Trisha. Well, yeah, right. Teaming up against her. Like mm-hmm. at some point they're going to get rid of her. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I thought, oh, she knows and she's poisoning, chesting it out on the rat. Yeah. I was like, this poor rat. And like, again. She cold hearted, bro. You're right. And like, the thing is she is, especially in the sequel, she's not a good person. But like she does have some kind of relationship with this little rat. You know, mm-hmm. feels trapped like, you know, like it does in the vent. Yeah. Um, so when she finds the rat dead, she's, she's pretty, not happy. No. And that morning, yeah, before they go to the train station, she wakes up. And, and makes everybody breakfast. Yeah, she's made breakfast. She's made uh, Trisha like this extravagant, like uh, uh, some kind of uh, Juice. smoothie. Yeah. And she's like insists insists for Trisha to drink it. And In Trisha, front of Alan. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and Alan's like, just drink it. You know, yeah. she, she made it for you. Like, yeah. And so she takes a sip of it and she's like, Bleh. and she mm-hmm. like pours it down the sink and it's got the full body of the, the rat. dead rat like, in it. Esther didn't even, again, that's, Esther didn't even try to, to cut it or no, she, she wanted her to see. Mm-hmm, yep. And then Trisha, instead of just like putting the rat in the trash can, puts it down the disposal. And I can't imagine that smell. Oh my God. I'd that never rat. be able to cook in that kitchen. No. Again. Yeah, that's disturbing. With my OCD, I'd be like, <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, we gotta move. <laughs> so, so then they go to the train station, and you know, uh, Alan basically tells Esther that he has one of her paintings as well, and he's gonna show someone at this 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 uh, art studio that like that is uh, has a plug at a big art school or something. So she's very excited. She's very you know like. And she tries again. She's like, "Take me with you." Yeah, yeah. And then Esther sees a she moment. She tries to kill him. She does. She well, not Alan, but she yeah she she sees a moment where they're both uh, Trisha and Gunner standing next to a incoming train, and she goes to push them over the edge, but a man comes up and a grabs her, and he's like, "Be careful, kid. You can't mm-hmm. trip here." Like yep. blah blah. So Alan gets on the train. Which this is where she's like, please, please take me with you, because now, yeah, this she knows like this ain't good. And as as expected, Trisha, you know, and Gunner are like, all right, the deal is off. We're now, you know, we're we're now gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. We're now you're a uh, you're toast, lady. You're toast. Mm-hmm. I'm a ghost. Yep. So Esther is able to get away <clears throat> and uh, get steals the car, steals Trisha's car. And it's like a really fun, I liked the scene where she's like listening to music. She has headphones, her sunglasses on and smoking and she's driving through the snow. She's like, I did it. I'm in America. She's <laughs> free. a free woman. Yeah. And, uh, but of course a cop pulls her over and takes her back to the house where Trisha and Gunner are waiting for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my God, we we're so worried about you. You know, in front of the cop. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then as soon as the cop's gone, she's like, she looks at Gunner and she's like, we're doing this now. Yep. Yeah. All right, you little bitch. <laughs> time, yeah. time to take you out. So yeah. So um, where does where does Trisha go? Because Gunner is the one who kind of starts chasing her around the house. She goes upstairs for something. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember what. Yeah. There. There. She she ends up on the phone with Alan. She does. Yeah. Well, because Alan found out that he, she ran away because again. The, the cop called him. But that happens at the very end of the scene. So essentially, yeah, they they're chasing her around the house, and this is where. Uh, Gunner ends up accident not accidentally throws her down the stairs, and he this is where like we get to see his this is why I think this is what he did to the real Esther because mm. he's like mom like I'm so sorry I didn't mean to it was an it accident, accident. yes yeah, so I'm like ooh that's extra creepy yeah mm-hmm. and this is when yeah they call uh, Alan calls Trisha and he's on his way back. So they gotta work fast. They gotta make her disappear real quickly. So uh, she, they look down the stairs and she's gone like Michael Myers. And um, yeah, and uh, Gunner goes to get like his lacrosse mask and all this stuff, and ends up cornering her in Alan's art studio. But this, uh, you can't compete with a natural born killer, even though technically they're both natural born killers. But you can't compete with a thirty year old, you know, natural born killer. So Gunner ends up her. So Gunner and Esther are kind of playing cat and mouse in the the art studio, and he ends up again. It's action. They're they're bumping into each other. They're fighting because at this point, Trish is like, just kill her, just kill just her, kill yeah, her. just get rid of her, and then I'll go get rid of the body, so you don't have to, you know, do anything. And he picks up his fencing stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so then, oh yeah, what I, I think I said lacrosse. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so, but Esther is smarter and is able to pin him down and stab him repeatedly with his, with his fencing uh, uh, sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she ends up getting away and then Trisha comes in and is screaming, you know, and she's, mm-hmm. she, this is like, I mean, she obviously Better loves, now. she loves this kid way more than she loves Alan. <laughs> She loves this kid, <laughs> and uh, almost creepily, you know how her their relationship is real creepy. Yeah, it's very very Norman Bates and um. I was about to say mother. Little Bates Motel. <laughs> yeah, and uh, which it, it's a, also a fun callback to last week because in the original Orphan, yeah, it was right. probably about the same woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So she they they are chasing each other through the kitchen, and some at some point a burner gets turned on, and the house is sets on fire. So they end up on the roof somehow. They end up on the roof and chasing, you know, uh, Esther has the has the advantage. And Esther ends up, um, they end up slipping, falling down, all the while Alan is, he comes to the house as well. And he, you know, the, uh, tells the taxi, the taxi dude to uh, call, the, call the fire department. And he... Uh, goes up upstairs to get them, finds himself on the roof as well, and they are both dangling there, about to die. And know? they start like you know call, mm-hmm. calling names at each other. Yep. So Trisha's yeah. like, she's not even a she's not even a real little girl. She's mm-hmm. a grown woman. Which yeah. you were like poorly timed. That's not the time to like yeah, bring right. that up. Yeah. Let's just let's get to safety. But she's like, save me, don't mm-hmm. save her. Um, yeah. And Esther's like, Daddy, you know, like blah blah, blah. Yeah. like mm-hmm. you know all this stuff, trying to convince him otherwise. Mm-hmm. Trisha slips. Yep, she falls and splats. Busts her head right mm-hmm. open. Yep, blood everywhere. Blood mm-hmm. everywhere. And then we get it. Mm-hmm. We get the moment where Esther reveals to Alan yep. that she is a grown woman. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it can just be you and me now. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love you. Yeah. Like, all these plans. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and he's like, what are he, you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he freaks out. He's like, you're a monster. And he slips off the roof. And dies next to his wife. Right next to his wife. Yep. So he he gets to live. I mean, I guess he should have never come back home. No, and I guess he found out that his daughter was still missing. But like he, you know, he doesn't find out that his son was the one who did it. I know, you know? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he slips and dies, and then it's just Esther who is able to get out of the house. All the all the while, a glory of love is playing over mm-hmm. the the burning house. She's like standing in her room, like putting her clothes on. All this stuff mm-hmm. and oh yeah, Putting smiling as like smoke is going through. Mm-hmm. Like the house is on fire. Yeah, I was like, yeah. she would get smoke inhalation. Oh, one hundred percent. She would die of smoke inhalation. Her <laughs> yeah. lungs would be a little shriveled up prunes. Yep, or a little thirty-year-olds. But it's up movie prunes. magic, guys. It's movie magic. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she. Uh, uh, the next scene is her sitting again at the therapist's couch. And they, uh, therapist and another woman are talking behind the other side of the glass and basically say, you know, who wouldn't want to adopt her? You know, I mean, we're in talks with an orphanage who's going to take her in and all this stuff. Poor Esther. She was kidnapped and now her whole family's dead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which this is obviously, this, this whole movie was actually, uh, was a lot of the the plot holes people had with the original. They did a really good job with that because like. The whole the whole storyline with people wondered how did she get to America? Mm-hmm. You know that just in this story this movie you know solved that bridged the gap. Yeah, bridged the gap very well because this even you know obviously the orphanage is the one she's in when they find her mm-hmm. and yeah that's that's orphan first kill. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was uh, pretty darn good. Me too. I thought it was a very fun time. Very good time. Fun, kind of almost B-movie-ish. Very true. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't a hereditary or like no, a you know close. Jordan Peele movie mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But for what it was, yeah. it was fun. It was very fun. The twist made it. These kind of movies, it, when a movie takes itself too seriously, if this movie had taken itself as seriously as the first one did, I feel like it wouldn't have been as good. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they did decide to go balls to the wall and just kind of have fun with the twist and that she's this 30-year-old, that was a saving grace. That's what made it good. And then even the twists that they had were like, I don't know, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. They just did such a good job. I thought, the little things. I thought Julia Stiles did a fantastic mm-hmm. job playing, like, this creepy mom. Yeah. I, I do wish, in a way, that they had, like, a different casting choice for the son. Yeah. Um, not because he did a poor job or anything like that. He was just so normal looking, mm-hmm. which I guess makes it... Scarier. You know, not scarier, but, like, more realistic. Yeah. He's just this normal looking guy, but he's, like, a killer. Yeah. Um, but I would have liked to have had more creepy vibes for him after we find out that right. he is a killer. Um, instead of just these, like, it came off more as like, I'm a high school bully, yeah. you know, not Deuce I'll bag. kill you. You yeah, know, yeah. like, like, uh, he played a lot like, um, the brother in the original movie, Daniel as a, like, as a teenager, you know, mm-hmm. just that kind of, that same yeah, exactly. kind of style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah. Even kind of look like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like same kind of hair. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably why she didn't like Daniel so much when she meets him. Because, yeah, uh, you well, remind me of somebody. <laughs> reminds me of Gunna. But yeah, but I, I think that to to your point, even with the music, it was just it was just fun. They just like they just did a good job. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely applaud the the director, and I'm I'm glad this is the direction they took it because they couldn't have matched the first movie. They shouldn't have tried to match it because we'll get to that with our rating. But I said I still think the first one is overall. The better made movie, personally. I just feel like the first one is, again, even though I'm not a huge fan of it, I again, it just feels more like a traditional classic horror movie, mm-hmm. where this one feels more like just a balls to the wall, you mm-hmm. know, B movie. They're just very, they're very different, but I enjoyed this one a lot more. This one has a lot more rewatchability. I agree with that. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I agree with every part of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this one, uh, this one had all the fun that the first one was missing. Exactly, yeah. Um, and, and they shaved off that 20 minutes, so, <laughs> which And they was good. shaved off the time, and uh, just, I was a, I was really happy with the twist. Yeah, me too. Uh, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. As soon as that happened, I was like, okay. I know, me too. It was This that, feels original yeah, and new. absolutely. This is another fun one that you watch with a group of people that, like, you know, that, that just... Because you fun. know at that moment, everybody's going to go, what? what? Yeah, right. <laughs> this would have been another good theater movie, you yeah. know, like with the audience. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though I could tell they didn't put as much money into it, you know, I could tell it was, again, a, a higher budget MTV, you know, from my personal opinion. Um, but again, it didn't hurt it. You know, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, yeah. Fun watch, fun stream. Fun watch, fun stream. I do recommend watching it mm-hmm. if you have time, you know, and you just want to put something on at home. Yeah. It is a good one. Mm-hmm. It's on Paramount Plus, along with the first one, so you can watch both. You can watch a double feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if Paramount Plus is outside of the U.S., uh, but you can get a VPN for pretty cheap, and you can just, you know, watch it that way. That's mm-hmm. legal and fun, and then, uh, yeah. There are free VPNs, too, you could look up that, again, are also legal. Um, 
And yeah, just switch over to the U.S. and check it out. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you obviously have a Paragon Plus account. I am having a very hard time thinking of what I would rate this yeah, movie. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Oof. See, me too. Because again, I feel like I gave the first one, we settled evenly, we came to a three. Three out of five is what we said for the first one. Um, so it is hard. Like It is, it gets docked because it's not as, like you said, cinematically, you know, shot. As, it's not shot as well as the original. As the original mm-hmm. one. It takes itself a little less seriously, which mm-hmm. I think ended up aiding it. Yeah, um, definitely. In a way, the story is there. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give it an in-between score. Yeah. Like... Maybe not a four, because I think that's a pretty high rating. I agree. Yeah. That's, yeah. But not, it wasn't as bad as a 3.5 either. Mm-mm. Like, I feel like maybe it's like right in between there. Mm-hmm. We're going to call it a 3.7. 3.75. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, a 3.75. Uh, we'll go for 3.5. We'll go 3.5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, that that works. I agree with you. I think enjoyability, it's a four. But like it's not quite as well made as because mm-hmm. uh, I think we just we just gave Beast the four out of five. Yeah, yeah, and, and then, it's not Beast. Yeah, and Prey got the four point five, so it's kind of like, but it's better than a three. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I think I think I like three and a half. I think that works. Yeah, three and a half out of five. Three and a half bloody swords. But that um, what's the word? What 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 are we calling this sport? What is it? Fencing. Fencing. There you go. Three out of five fencing swords. Bloody. Three and a half. Three and a half, three and a half out of five bloody <laughs> fencing swords. There we go. Nailed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just clapped and I'm sure I just broke a lot of people's eardrums. So sorry. <laughs> but yeah, that was Orphan First Kill. Orphan First Kill. I'll go give it a watch. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Make sure, guys, that you're following us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah, we got the YouTube now. Yeah. That you are uh, following our podcast so you get downloads every time we mm-hmm. upload a pod. And leave those reviews and leave those stars and give us all the likes. Yeah, we want to know how you feel about this movie. So mm-hmm. make sure to give us a comment on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Let us know on Instagram. No. Yeah, we got a lot of places where you can communicate with us. So go hit us up. Hit us up, guys. Country Fried Horror. Toodles. Bye. Mm-hmm.